Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome back, everybody, to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. Before we get started, let me tell you how you can always find us and listen to our live programs and our archived episodes. You can always go to blogtalkusa.com, or you can go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash blogtalkusa, or you can find us in podcast form on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Radio, or anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find Blog Talk USA and Marvelous Monday under that banner. And let me give you over to my mother, Dr. Shirley McKellar. Welcome, Dr. McKellar. Hello, hello, Miss Rihanna. Glad to hear your voice this evening. Still sounds a little crappy. It (laughs) is. Yeah, but you sounded great to me because it's great to hear your voice. I hope you're feeling better. And so we want to welcome everybody to... uh, Marvelous Monday. It's always a pleasure to be right back here. We've had a marvelous weekend, and I'm just finding out, Miss Rihanna, the um, Texas African, excuse me, the Texas Black Caucus that we were told was canceled. I'm told there is a bus leaving out of Dallas, Texas, going down to Austin, and I wish I had known I would have remained in Dallas and jumped on the bus oh, with Mr. Yeah. Arthur and all the. I am so sad about that. Because I would say there's no reason why we should cancel things, even more reason that we need to be there because the budget is going to be looked at and all kinds of things. But at any rate, uh, Mr. Arthur has to bring us up to date. Mr. Arthur, are you there? I just got off with him, so he should be coming. He's not yet. So, and I have not heard. Did you hear from uh, Dr. Hackney? I don't know if he's going to be on tonight or not. Okay, and then, Dr. Carr, you have really been missing uh, amazing uh, Dr. Carr. We have actually enjoyed him for two weeks. I'm not sure if he's going to be back on with us again, but it's just been a pleasure to have him on uh, with us these last two weeks. And so we told him we're going to mess around and make him a regular. Uh, He's kind of been (laughs) filling in for (laughs) Pastor Cooper, and so we salute Pastor Cooper for the great work that he's doing in his campaigning out there and uh, all around Beaumont, uh, Texas area. So we're pulling 
before uh, Pastor Cooper, he would make an amazing councilman uh, because he's already doing the work, right? He's already been That's doing right. the work all along out in the community and working really hard uh, as the um, president of, uh, president of NAACP. And now he's the former president because he stepped away so that he could focus on his uh, uh, candidacy. So, and I, I want to announce once again that I want to thank um, all of those citizens in my district that have been so supportive. And so this past, uh, let's see, what day was that? The third, the second, the second, that was Friday. Uh, we had our church and community uh, event. And Ms. Rihanna, we have that every quarter. And I have the pleasure of being the keynote speaker. And so I gave them the um, state of District 3 and uh, what, uh, as well as the city and all the great things that are happening uh, in our city. We're just so very pleased of the progress and how we're growing. And, uh, but we're working really, really hard to make sure that District 3 uh, catches up and that it is growing as well. So we're very pleased, very, very pleased of the progress of, this, of the state of the city and in particular the state of uh, my district. Uh, that's District 3 Northwest Tyler. So yes. that's, a, that's a beautiful thing. And so anyways, we're ready to – oh, so Dr. – oh, hello, Dr. Carr, how are you? Good evening. How are you all tonight? Yeah. Oh, we're doing great, sir. You may, yeah, I, I talked your name right on up. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, okay. I appreciate well, you being <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. I was just asking Miss Rihanna, were you on yet? And so, uh, so Miss Rihanna, please introduce yourself to Dr. Clark because I don't think that you've had the opportunity to say hello to him and kind of uh, greet him and welcome him to Marvelous Monday. Uh, Dr. Miss Rihanna is our engineer, so go ahead, Miss Rihanna. I'll, uh, please take that opportunity to do so. Great yes, Dr. welcome, Dr. Carr. We're so happy to have you. I've been in background listening for the last two weeks, and I've just been <laughs> so thrilled to have you on and just uh, incredibly impressed. So it's it's just a real honor to be on with you. Thank yeah. you very much. It pleases me to be yes, sir. aligned with this powerful group. Thank you so much for just having me be a part. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. The pleasure is ours. And, and Mr. Arthur, Arthur's on well. Yeah, hello, Mr. Yeah, Arthur. How are you? Yeah. Hey, I'm, Go I, I thought Rihanna was talking about. Hey, I thought Rihanna was talking about me, and then I heard her say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I was, I was. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, that's right. Don't that's hit rewind. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dr. Carr, Miss Rihanna is out of Kentucky, so okay. um, yes. so it's just a pleasure to have her. Uh, she is a Texan, and she is my daughter, and no one can convince me any differently. She's just a daughter from another mother. And uh, so we have traveled together uh, for years uh, from working on my campaign at, when I ran for Congress to traveling in Washington, D.C., and just all around. We've had an amazing uh, career together. So she is a very, very powerful young lady. She's an educator. And she and Mr. Arthur brings great information uh, to this uh, to this show. Whenever we Absolutely. need to know something about what what educators need, are experiencing and all of that, they can they can really help us with, with that. So, Amen anyways, that. that's that's a little bit, yes, sir. That's a little bit about that. So, how are you doing, Mr. Arthur? Oh, I'm uh, preparing to go to Austin tomorrow, uh, and uh, 
Bring us up to date. Yeah, uh, the, the, well, the NAACP, the and uh, I think I think the uh, cha- some cha- the Chamber of Commerce and so forth, some other organizations right. are going to meet uh, tomorrow. Yeah, originally it was supposed to be a, a summit that includes a, a, a black uh, legislative black caucus, but uh, they, they they have to postpone that part to go do some budget work. I think is what they said. So anyway, Correct. we're going to go. Ahead. Represent tomorrow, and uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna try to find somebody I can articulate some issues to. Well, I am so very pleased because I I said to to everybody just because they're working on the budget, why would we cancel the Texas Black Caucus? And now I just found out from Mr. Arthur about 10 minutes ago that it's going to be in place. And if I had known that, I would have remained in Dallas, Texas. I just arrived back from Dallas, Texas, from uh, International Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority meeting, our international meeting preparing for our boule, our uh, national convention, which will be in Dallas, Texas in 2024. So I would have remained there if I had any inkling, and that's probably why you were trying to call me today, Mr. Arthur, to mm-hmm. inform me yep. of that. Yep. And so I, so and when I did uh, get a chance, the opportunity to try to call you back, I did not get you until just a few minutes ago. So uh, please uh, bring back as much information for us as you possibly can, um, even while you're down there, if you want to. Uh, click in and let me hear a few things or or text me and, and let me know exactly what's going on. But I am so pleased that the NAACP uh, put buses together along with, you said, the Chamber of Commerce as well? Uh-huh, yeah, I, I, I'll put up the flyer and, and I'll read a little bit Yeah, please send it. So. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. or send it, yes. send it to us. Put yes. it put it, uh, put yeah, it in yeah. our chat. And, Ms. Oh, okay, yeah, if we can add, yeah, if we can add Dr. Akar to our chat, uh, so that yes, uh, we can keep him abreast of information that's going on and he can keep us abreast of information that's going on in his way. So with that being said, Dr. Carr, if you can bring us up to date on any anything that's going on down in your area, and, and next time maybe we can pull uh, my our fraternity brother in, uh, uh, Dr. Smith, and I tried to reach him a few minutes ago and could not, could not get him. So uh, what is going on in your neck of the woods, so to speak? Well, uh, that we mentioned caucusing on last Saturday in Camden, Arkansas, uh, the uh, Arkansas Black Caucus sent a team in to do some after the gubernatorial loss training on how to prepare for the next time. And the the candidate, uh, Chris Jones, was there among many people who brought their expertise. So we spent a day uh, looking at data. We spent a day looking okay. at uh, voting habits and counting counties and determining what we need to do to strengthen our movement next time so that when we go for the governor's seat, uh, we can claim it uh, having strategized and, and yes. properly applying ourselves. So that's what's going on in our area, and I'm enthused about it. I was invited to the meeting uh, pretty late in the week, but I, uh, I was there, and I gained many, many benefits from being there. Outstanding. Well, let me ask you this. Did you get any uh, remnants of the storm that came uh, down through uh, Arkansas? I think a uh, little rock and, uh, and was hit heavily. Thank, and thankfully, and thank you to uh, Mr. Fleming because you called me on the phone to talk about your show of concern about that. Uh, we had no yeah. 
issues here in South Arkansas in El Dorado uh, on the close okay. uh, to the Louisiana line, and uh, Little Rock, where I spent 11 years of my life, and Wynn, Arkansas, is 14 miles from the city that I was born and raised in. So I've been following wow. the news and following the weather, but thankfully this time uh, we uh, were not stricken with anything that we have to be making an insurance claim for or burial plans or replacing broken furniture, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really thankful to God that we uh, did yes. not have to suffer the losses that many of the families have in uh, Arkansas, uh, Little Rock, Wynn, and in other places in the Midwest. Yes, yes. So we're well, we we're were good. very good, very good. We were praying for you guys down there because we could see a lot of damage that was going on. And it's interesting because I, it left – Dallas, and Mr. Arthur, you didn't get very many remnants as well, right? But it came down into uh, Tyler, and, uh, came into East Texas, I should say. But the irony of the, the whole situation is very interesting that when we get these tornado warnings or alerts or when they touch down, they never come through, this, through the city of Tyler. I don't know if it's the way that our elevation is, I don't know, but it'll go around our city mm. and then it will continue on, but it never comes down through the middle of Tyler, Texas. And we have just been blessed that way. It is very interesting, very, very interesting. So I, I, I wish I knew more studies on what that was all about, but I'm talking about down through the years from, from mm-hmm. growing up here. We have had tornado alerts, tornado warnings, and tornadoes that came through, and but they never actually have ever hit in Tyler, Texas. We have really been blessed with that. Well, thank you for bringing us up to date on what things look like for you all down there. And so we're prayerful that you will be able to get all of the uh, the FEMA uh, funding and everything that people need in order to uh, begin to rebuild again. Okay. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. So um, we know that a lot of things are going on. We know that on tomorrow is going to be a very, very interesting and a very different day, a day that we have never experienced or never had uh, to take place in our country. Uh, so we want to talk a little bit about that. Now, I, I know I was listening to some of the pundits uh, uh, today as I was traveling back in. I was listening to uh, MSNBC, and then I was flipping uh, my radio back and forth to hear what people were saying. And so there was some very interesting commentaries about the fact that we we as Americans are, are still um, – and, and I say we as Americans, I, I'm just because we're all Americans, so I'm just dumping us all in there. Doesn't mean that everybody is, but uh, but they were saying that we uh, we're still enamored with, uh, uh, and that's a strong word. And and so uh, I know I'm not, and, and I don't think that too many of us that are listening that's on on the um, line are are enamored by all of the 
the wrongdoings and the things that we have observed that we are looking at from a citizen's point of view and looking at some of the things that people uh, have experienced as citizens in the country uh, in the legal system, but that uh, that people are still so enamored with Donald Trump and uh, what is going on with them, him. And then we know that supposedly he raised $5 million right after uh, all of this uh, paperwork that's coming forth, the indictment and so forth. But it's what's interesting to me, and, I, and I'll, I'll start out with the conversation. What, what is really interesting to me is that all of the um, all of the things that we have seen and read and heard uh, that's that's factual. Uh, that that this guy is still the leading candidate. Well, we've only had well. I, let's see. There's only been two people, right, that actually announced themselves on the Republican side that's going to run for president. That's Asa, Asa Hutchinson. He's from your, yeah, he's from your state, right? He's a former governor of Arkansas preceding there you uh, go. Sarah Sanders. There you go. There you go. Exactly. So there's only been two of them, and then that, the other one was Trump that made the announcement. And so, uh, so we know that Donald Trump is still le- he's the leading number one guy for the Republican Party. Now, are we? And then we'll start with you, Miss Rihanna. Are, are you baffled by this? That this guy, knowing what we have seen and what we've heard from people that worked in his administration that walked away, that he is still the front runner and people are throwing money at him, that he's raised $5 million so far? Ms. Rihanna? No, no, I'm not baffled at <laughs> all. No. These, these people have been telling us for years who they are. <laughs> They've been telling yes, us ma'am. exactly who they are. And then with him, they told us with no uncertain terms. And, I mean, this is when, when my husband left the Republican Party, albeit it was way too late for my taste, but still, it was, <laughs> okay. I mean, because it, it was right in, in his own words, right in front of his face, he saw people who he really truly did believe had morals and, and you know, believed the words that came out of their mouths about what their principles were, and he said as soon as they turned 180 and went along with Trump after being against him and went against everything they said they believed, he said that's when he knew his whole life was a lie. And all these people who are still with Trump, their life is not a lie. They are feckless, moralless, unpatriotic, greedy um, you know, a mixture of bigots, racists, Nazis, um, you know, who, who don't have the same vision for this country uh, that we do. And so I'm not surprised at all. This is exactly who they are. So they're going to stick with wow. this, this thieving, grifting uh, person. They're going <laughs> to stick it out. They're going to stick it out. Yeah. They're, they're flying their flag high and proud. And they're going to go wow. with it. Very interesting. Well, uh, let, me, let me just say that 
we want Miss Rihanna to tell us how she really feels, and I think she did. <laughs> I think she did. Absolutely, she did. So, so what about you, Dr. Carr? What are you, What are your thoughts and feelings about that? We uh, we still even here on this show, and and Mr. Arthur wanted us to just drop it a long time ago and not not give uh, Donald Trump that much publicity. But because we, we're all trying to keep up with what is really going on in our country, uh, this is history. Uh, sometimes history is not always uh, uh, as pretty as we want history to be. Uh, but, uh, but by the same token, it still is history. And for me, I want to know and keep up with what is actually going on and happening in my country. And I want people who may not have the opportunity during the course of the day to catch the news and all of that uh, to uh, to hear. And so we want our listeners to, to know what is actually uh, going on and, and perhaps how some of uh, us as pundits feel about what is happening. So Dr. Carr, let's hear from you. I'll make two brief comments. One, okay. uh, I heard Joe Madison this morning on uh, mm-hmm. his show, and he was right. talking about uh, this very issue that we're speaking of, and he said something that I thought was really interesting. He said he compared Nixon to Trump. He said that Nixon was a politician who turned to a criminal. Trump <laughs> was a criminal who turned to a politician. And that's the <laughs> movement. It told me exactly how to answer this question and how to comment on this issue. My state is a red state. My city Mm -hmm. is a red city. And my county is a red county. So the the consensus of what and who Donald Trump is 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 hands down. It's open and shut. Uh, I see him as a racist. I see him as a divider of people. I see Mm -hmm. him as having made the threat in the history of this country most severe than anything I've been made aware of, and that's January 6th. That told me what my state was. That told me who my president was. That told me who my congressmen and senators are. It painted a picture. And if you can't see that, you got to be needing surgery. On your eyes. Mm-hmm. Wow! Exactly yeah. correct. That's, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, well put. And Joe Madison always has he has a a, a strong background of being able to uh, analyze and exegete what is really going on uh, in our country. He's a he's a, a, a very brilliant, uh, very brilliant Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Mr. Arthur? Well, you know, it, you know. It, 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 now, remember now. The only reason I don't want to talk about Trump, I don't want to be trying to analyze those, analyze the situation without having a psychiatrist on our on our staff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, maybe we need to bring bring one of the yeah. social workers in. My 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 background working with. Uh, with uh, uh, PTSD uh, veterans, yeah. all of the issues that they've gone through. This is far, this is far deeper, huh? <laughs> we're not credentialed enough. We're, we are not credentialed we're enough not, for this. Yes, we're not. <laughs> we need so, a psychiatrist, uh, psychologist, or a social worker, right? Go ahead. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> somebody. Uh, 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 you know, we're going to talk about Trump 
again, we're talking about a fashion. He, he, he's, he's leading a fascist operation. So when yeah. we talk about him, we couldn't talk about him in the context of regular politics, Democrat, Republican. The Republican Party, there is no Republican Party. There's, they, they, yeah. they, you know, that's a fascist Republican Party. That's what they support. Yeah. They support mm-hmm. them right now. Right, if you don't so so let's quit co- talking like they regular folks. Otherwise, you know, because look, you can't defeat a thing, but you call a thing what it is. We're in a mm-hmm. fascist moment, you know, and so uh, you, you know, like they, you know, this is what they, uh, you know, they so far down the rabbit hole. Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, is on sixty minutes, looking like I, you know. Now I'm yeah. glad that now I'm glad on sixty minutes, so folks can see what right. you're talking about. That's crazy right. this woman is. Okay, she got twelve million dollars in the bank, right? So she just she just you know, she's a Karen with money. Basically. So what I'm just saying oh, yeah. is that you know, but when we talk about Trump then let's talk so anyway, now I don't mind talking about it now because, you know, some justice been to come his way. And so uh <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think that by Brad going first, I think that you know, now you get to you know, get the show in water. You know, uh, and then like when these other two, uh, uh, Smith and, and and my girl and Georgia, when they come down, see that's gonna be the boom alone. Now he's mm-hmm. not gonna have to take a, a mug shot. Mm-hmm. Knowing him, gonna make him. Now nah, I'm taking a mug shot. I need a tank. <laughs> you know, probably. You know, I miss how he operates. So mm-hmm. you know, somebody was quoting so, uh He was talking about what he's been doing. He said he's gonna he said he's gonna mess this mother up. Oh wow. Wow. wow! Yeah, so that's where, that's where he's coming from. So again, look, these people that are supporting him, these, these, you know, these, these are, and again, you know, like Rihanna, know, you know, we, we've had this conversation. You know, we need more white people talking to white people. Yeah. What kind of America? Yeah. Yeah. We really want to get America. You know what I mean? So, uh, 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 you know, this is a, this is a, you know, the demographic shift. Uh, is in place. So what they want to do is basically gerrymander everything to the you know mm-hmm. court, gerrymander everything to stick it where uh, the minority, if they should become a minority, that they'll still hold mm-hmm. economic and political power. So that's really what this is. This is about trying to get a South African style situation set up here in America. Sounds like yeah. apartheid. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like apartheid. That's that's and well, the remnants well, thereof. Yeah. Well, sounds well, like apartheid. Wow. That's pretty scary when we're talking about America looking like some other parts of the world that were at mm-hmm. one time considered a third world country. So mm-hmm. does it look like we're heading in that direction where we, we're not going to be able to make decisions about our lives? I, I think about, um, we, I think about all the work. Go, okay, go ahead and talk to, to us. Number one. We need to expand the Supreme Court. We need to yes. make DC. We need to make DC a state, uh, at least DC, uh, and probably and the main thing mm-hmm. we need to get filibuster so we can do these things. Yeah. So right. it's going to be the lit. I'm telling you, because the key thing is going to be to be able to get rid of the filibuster where we can get voting rights and get uh, you know ungerrymandered some of these states and so forth and so on. So uh, right. you know. The police need to say, I've been watching those Jim Jordan hearings. I mean, that's a clown yeah. show. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's humiliating. And so, and so I'm just saying, you know, folks need to understand where we're at. Yeah. 
These people ain't playing. They serious. No. And we need to be serious. It's, it's serious. Quite serious. Right. So what what should we be doing then? We we recognize that they're not playing, that they're serious about changing the trajectory of this country. What should we be doing? I mean, I'm talking about when I say we, it has to be more than just this handful of people. Right. It's right. got to be more people to get involved well, in what's going on around them. Well, you're underestimating the power of Shirley McKellen by herself. Okay. See, see, okay. See, you're not getting help. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here, you did I'm just saying. And you got more moral authority than you than you using. And I'm just saying mm-hmm. that we all, you know, anybody, that's why I'm just saying that, 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 that there's another mm-hmm. dynamic. It ain't just people. If you get sick, I, I tell people all the time, I'd rather show up by mm-hmm. myself and be than show up with 10,000 people and be wrong. Uh, you know, more people, you know, more people don't mean, you know, more whatever. If you show up with, with moral authority and the issues uh, on your side by yourself mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. articulate proper, you know, people or authorities or whatever, then at least you have a chance yeah, to make sure. something happen. So, you know, so don't, because I, cause what we don't want is for people to not do things because they think they need more people. You just need you. Right. Oh, well, absolutely. You're correct. Right. Right. I, I'd like to offer, if uh, if it's okay, uh, listening Please to uh, Mr. Fleming talk about mm-hmm. uh, suggesting what we should do. I'm thinking about okay. Odell Carr and all of the mm-hmm. people in his circle of influence and mm-hmm. the people whose lives he touched who are mm-hmm. awakened and illuminated to right. some extent. I think that people that I'm engaging with, I don't know if it's possible, but it seems like people need to be listening in to this program in my circle so that they can hear comments like, make D.C. a state, expand the Supreme Court. When people have a directive like that, we we can rally around that objective and cumulatively, I think, as Mr. Fleming has indicated, make a difference. So it looks like one person, Miss Shirley, then two people, Mr. Fleming, mm-hmm. just two comments from two people, to me created a strategy for South Arkansas to at least learn by listening to this program what the issues are and how they impact our communities. I think that's one thing that would be great for the people in my circle because not many people yeah. in my circle are talking right. about what's being discussed Things tonight. Like not because well, they're not well, interested or don't want to, but they're just not sure. accessible to this kind of information. Understood. A great point. And I just want to share this with you, Dr. Carr. Mr. Fleming, Ms. Rihanna, Shirley McKellar have been out there in Washington, D.C., fighting and trying to push and help Washington, D.C. to become a state. It's been going okay. on for a long, okay. can I say long, okay. can I say okay. years? Yes, this very yes. same subject Absolutely. that we're talking yes. about right now. Uh, Ms. Rihanna can tell you she's been front row center out there. Mr. Arthur knows he's been front row center out there too. And we still mm-hmm. have not gotten to that point. We sure, still sure. haven't gotten there. Sure. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm listening. How long? Not long. 
<laughs> I remember that. I remember that phrase. Yeah. I, I, long, I, I remember long. that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Well, okay. Uh, I I just know mm. that there have been people on the battlefield trying to fight for Washington D.C. to become a state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm. I, I'll. I'll Okay, I've been going to the Congressional Black Caucus, Ms. Uh, Dr. Carr, since 1980. If I was in this country, I was there, except okay. doing COVID every okay. single year. My sisters, uh, I have two other sisters that we were always there. Where I have three. The, the, the younger one didn't get to go as frequently but we were always at that Congressional Black Caucus every year. And even back then, they were talking about how important it is for Washington, D.C. to become a state in the union. It, it, wow. it made no sense that it's not. But it's not. It is still is not. And we're right. in 2023. And we already, it looks like that we just had Christmas and we just had uh, New Year's celebration and it's already April the 2nd, 2024. Yes. And has, Mr. Arthur, I'm going to ask you, does it look like the ball has moved a little bit in your opinion? Uh, you, you, what you mean what, as far as like? Uh, like As for toward that being a state, that that Washington D.C. Uh, becoming a state, uh, Does that, yeah. has that ball uh, moved to you? The the the, the ball the ball's in play. The filibuster is the only thing that's stopping it. Yes. So the the filibuster is stopping a lot of stuff. You know, yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, so we got to understand that that's really the big impediment. You know, filibuster was kind of like that. That was kind of like, uh, and, and it's not in the Constitution, okay? Right. And so it's kind of like. After Civil War, they came up with a way. They said, "Okay, if stuff ever really go bad, you know, this is the, you know, this is the thing to hold on. You know, hold on. You remember Strom Thurmond? Remember he used it, yeah. you know, for yeah. and so forth. So right. the, the, the filibuster racial history in America, and it's not a good mm-hmm. one, and no good mm-hmm. reason for it, other than to okay. do what they're doing right now. So it's like, uh, you know." You know, it, again, again, it became an inside game, you know, up in Washington where, you know, okay, we kind of, you know, play around. With, but uh, but now it needs to go because America, okay. the, the, new, the new America can't be born until that thing dies. Mm-hmm. You can't keep putting it off. Things have to change. Right. Philibus got to got to go. Absolutely. I agree. You know, Christian cinema, look what she did. Look what she did with it. You know, she got there, talked about all that. She's all green since she got up there, then she turned gray. <laughs> now she turned green, did she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and green. Yes. Yes. So, do, so, okay. So now we're talking about the filibuster. And how long have we been talking about trying to get rid of it? I remember. I remember when I was working. Well, well, let me just say this quickly. I remember when I was first starting to get my degrees in political science. That's all. One of our professors. That's all she. 
every time she covered one section, she'd always take us right back to that filibuster and talking about should that thing be abolished. And let's see, when did I go back go to school to do that, Miss Rihanna? Twenty, I graduated oh. in twenty twelve. So with the with yeah. my bachelor's in that. So I mean, so twenty two thousand and eight. I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight, nine, oh, yeah. ten, eleven, twelve. My girls were little. <laughs> yes. But, when they were but talking now about you the filibuster. Yeah, yeah, I know, but yeah, now we're in a, yeah, but now we're in a change moment while we're talking about the filibuster. And right. and, and this this first time I've heard them seriously uh in, in the Senate talk about getting rid of it. This first time I've mm-hmm. even ever heard about getting rid of it at all. Mm-hmm. No how long we mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Because but 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 I just this so so they know that they that we can't change into the new America until until we you know because otherwise a minority like we could, this is a perfect example why because if you mm-hmm. because you use it in place then a, a small minority can run America right you know the way that's it the, and that's what we have right now exactly and that's what we have mm-hmm. right now. and so and yes. so this is the, this is the reason why you need to get rid of it this is the reason right exactly. here why. Right. 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 Taylor Green is running America because of filibuster. That's yes. exactly correct. Absolutely. And they cross. They cross. This the problem with it, and and why the you know so many people had the foresight to <laughs> be railing against it so long ago mm. is because this right. this was the natural conclusion for all of this madness. That you know, sure we we have rules of decorum that we kind of all follow, but they, you know these people these people kept dipping their toe over the line until they just have thrown themselves in the pool. There are no rules anymore. They, they yeah. will do anything with that power. Black it was put in place to control black people. It was a black people exactly. thing, just like just like the exactly. just like the war on drugs and all your main yeah. all your main laws in America. If you check them out, they have something to do with black people. Yeah. 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 Check them out. You know, have something to do with black folks, and so that was. And so the, the filibuster is no different. You know, that was a controlling. That that was like again. That's like if we ever, you know, we about to lose control. This is what we can use to hold on to it, and that's what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, that's what this yes. is doing because they use it for some, you know, for some other reason. That, that that's you know that's basically you know racially based. I'm just saying. You know, I think that's what the filibuster mm-hmm. is a racial. Well, yeah. and not only that, not only that, we we've made it so much easier uh, for it to for them to filibuster. Now they don't even have to stand there for twenty four mm-hmm. to thirty yeah, six hours or whatever. They can just put it on a piece of paper and send it in. Yeah, yeah. You, you remember Ted Cruz? Yeah, and you, you remember Ted Cruz? Oh, green eggs, yeah, you know, yeah, green eggs. You know, call shut down. He up there reading green eggs and ham. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, well, well, I remember uh, the pink tennis shoes down in Texas. Uh, that's right. Standing there, she stood there. It was so funny. Do you guys know the story behind how she prepared uh, for that? I can't even think of her name right now. But she prepared. Did you know she had a Wendy Foley Davis. catheter? Wendy Davis. That's right. Thank you. Wendy Davis mm-hmm. prepared herself to stand there and talk that length of time she she had her doctor to put a foley catheter in uh she, oh, wow. she hydrated herself very well the uh, the couple of days before uh 
and uh, and then uh, she had the Foley catheter put in, and she was able to. Uh, it, it's really interesting to read the story of how she prepared herself to be able to do that, yeah. and she was successful yeah. in, in in accomplishing that filibuster. So, mm-hmm. but they don't have to do that mm-hmm. thing anymore. I they like can to do see, something just. I like to say I say representatives do more filibustering down here. I, I, I like to say our black caucus do more filibustering. Hey, cause if they're if you're going to run over me, then at least if I can filibuster, I need to, you know. Now, yeah. I, I'm just saying, hey, you know, like, now the filibuster is a Senate tool. It's not a, it's not a right, uh, correct, a House of Representatives. It's not a House a House tool, but uh, uh, right. uh, 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 wait, let's see who we got in the Senate that could filibuster. Uh, okay, well we could get well, we, we, uh, we only have we yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> we only have we have my favorite guy that's there, uh, oh, yeah. and oh, we no. we didn't even get anybody in there to uh, we we needed a, a, a female in there to take take uh, vice president's position, but we didn't make that happen. So oh well. So anyway, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Dr. Carter? You have any? You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm becoming a student of politics, as I remarked last Saturday at the uh, caucus meeting. And while you all were yes, talking, sir. I was uh, using my iPad to uh, look up the <laughs> definition, the history of filibustering. And you know, people oh. in my circle wouldn't think about what this definition uh, indicates, which says originally an obscure political gesture accidentally created in 1806. Accidentally, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. The filibuster began to be used more in the 19th century to stall debate for stall, stall, stall. And we've been stalled as African people in this country since I know around 1619 coming to tonight. And so how long so is the stall going to continue until the stall exactly. stop? You're talking about stopping the steal, stop the stall. That's right. You've got to stop the stall. <laughs> and, and I, I like that. They accidentally? They accidentally? I don't think <laughs> it, 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 Wikipedia says so, but I don't think so. <laughs> that means that, that, mean that, that mean they was walking around the city one day, and then it, whoops, whoops, uh, what, hey, hey, what's that? Uh, uh, that's I, I, right. Flip yourself. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So that's, that's where my head is with regard well, to that well, right. discussion. Well, you know, Dr. Carr, if, if we... If, in fact, we could remove that filibuster, we could probably pass a lot of legislation that they've been toying with for a long time. That is health care, a big one, immigration, immigration uh, is one. Which one, Ms. Arthur? Voting Rights Act. Yes, that's it. Absolutely. I mean, and it just keeps on coming. It Mm -hmm. just keeps on coming. That's exactly right. right. Well, uh, I have to, can I share this, uh, Ms. Brianna, do you mind if I share with Dr. Carr? Please, please. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. She, she, <laughs> Rihanna said, I just realized who this is we have on this network. <laughs> Dr. Odell Carr. <laughs> oh, my. You're making me blush. I'm really, I'm so <laughs> blushing. I really am. You said, you said your first name. I love it. <laughs> She Mr. said your Fleming first name, and I said, oh, I'm no. blushing. 
We can read really that. My mom, my mom yeah, gave right. me your book, so I'm starstruck. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is, this is they say, in the South, off the chain. Yeah. I'm glad you have it. I'm glad you have exactly. it. Exactly. Me too. Me too. <laughs> that, that's wow. beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, it, it's it's because of our fraternity brother, Doctor uh, Smith, doctor, that Not we that. have. Yes, we have uh, Doctor Odell Carr on on this line with us, and so we we appreciate him. He's an amazing uh, person himself in his own right. And so um, I, le- I learned so much uh, from Dr. Smith uh, while he was here in Tyler, Texas, Dr. Carr, and it it, uh, it troubled us when he moved back to Arkansas. <laughs> but yeah, he loves yeah. he loves his home state. <laughs> he yeah. loves it. He's an impactful man. He's a very impactful yeah. man. Very oh, impactful. Oh my goodness! Yes, impactful. he is. Yes, to yes, say the yes, least. he is. Hey, sure, y'all say we're going to put together some type of a program down there? Yeah, we talked about that before. I guess yeah. Yes, yes, we did talk about that before. I, I wish he was on. I try, I tried to uh, to reach out to him to have him to join us uh, tonight. Um, he can always call me, and um, and then I can plug it in to the system so that he can be uh, be a part. Of, uh, yeah, maybe but, uh, maybe maybe Dr. Carr could do a maybe we could do something down there and tie it around his book and then we could have a larger conversation. That'd be awesome. So, uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Carr, would you like to share uh, with uh, our audience a little bit about uh, resurrecting the black mind? We don't want we want them to actually purchase the book, obviously, uh, but uh, just give us a little tit. A little tiny tidbit. I came across the works. I came across the works of Dr. John Henry Clark uh, about 15 years ago, and uh, since discovering that he existed and looking at his work, I developed this insatiable appetite for research, reading, and so forth and so on. And I worked about uh, 10 years. Uh, on this uh, book that has uh, eight chapters that uh, reflect on the the true historical events, achievements, developments of civilization itself by black African people that has been left almost totally off the record. Once I was born again into this new awareness, I just started reading, researching, writing, collecting notes, compiling notebooks, uh, staying up through the night, <laughs> losing sleep during yeah. the day, uh, working yeah. on this project. And the first idea that I thought was going to go over for the topic was the impact of Europe, Western Asia, and Africa on world history. Well, I started with that. And somewhere down the line, I'm going to say the creator God, the spirit of God, whispered Mm -hmm. to me, listen, you need to make this title simple enough so that when people pick up this book, they'll look at the image, they'll read the title, and that is what will take them into the book buying and book reading journey. So that's kind of how it came about. And uh, it's it's really just a result of a lot of, long 
looking within the confines of who we have been as a people that has been, in my view, horribly left off the human record as far as what yeah. black people have been. So if, in fact, someone in our listening audience wants to see, in essence, what my image looks like and what the cover of the book looks like and how you can get it and how you can reach me, you can go to your uh, on your on the website, Odell Carr, O-D-E-L-L-C-A-R-R.com, O-D-E-L-L-C-A-R-R.com. And there you'll see the book, uh, and you can get a gist of what the book is all about. Very good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay. And, and you can get it by Amazon as well, right? You yeah. can. Yes, you yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But your preference is to go to your, your site. I, well, I prefer to deal uh, with the person that I uh, market the book to because the habit yes, that I have now is that when I take the book out and someone wants the book, I have a personal photograph of myself, uh, my yes. card, and and I sign something special to the person who's buying the book. For example, oh, uh, if Mr. Fleming was, we he and I were in the same space, and he says, Doc, I want to get that book, then I write something yeah. that I think is uh, permanent for he and myself That's in right. that moment that could live That's in that right. book and hand it over to him for yeah. $32 in money <laughs> that it takes to buy the book. <laughs> but that's kind of how uh, things are moving exactly. in this point at this time. Hey, 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 what if I say I want to borrow that book? <laughs> well, you know, that's kind of like that's kind of like what Columbus said to the indigenous people. I want to borrow some of your gold. I want to borrow some of your land. And you know, I'm sure how that turned out. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can borrow it for thirty. We'll talk off mic about that. Just go ahead and keep it. You can go ahead and keep it. I know. I think. <laughs> you know that th- that would be a great uh, gift for um, our young younger uh, generation uh, to receive at Christmas time or at birthday time or at special times or just any time, so that they can learn uh, more about uh, about their history and their background. That is so true. And, so true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, and 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 Dr. Carr, very handsome gentleman too. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. That's true. Yes, That's very distinguished, very distinguished uh, gentleman. Absolutely. Very distinguished. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So we're so we're just very honored uh, to have you on. Hey Shirley, hey, hey Shirley, hey Shirley, wait a minute. Yes, sir. You, 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 I'm all on you now. See me. I'm, I'm gonna talk to Doc and Coop about you. Oh man. I don't know what I'm gonna do with my fraternity brother. I guess I have to keep him, Doctor Carl. <laughs> you just have to keep walking on the cloud. Just stay on the cloud. <laughs> stay on the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So let's go back to a little bit and talk a little bit about what's going to happen tomorrow. So what what do you what what do we want to see happen uh, tomorrow? Or maybe I should say what what do you think will uh will happen tomorrow? What do you think will happen uh Miss Rihanna on tomorrow? Uh we know that the uh the plane is all ready to I think he's already arrived uh in New York, I believe. Uh, and and uh it, but it's not a uh, it's not Air Force One. It's it's his his plane. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. So what what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? 
We, we know that you know, there's 30 different pieces of information that's going to be presented, 30, 34 right? Charges. 34, 34 charges. 34 charges. Okay. And, okay. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know what I really expect to happen, but what I would hope right. for at the very least is that his, uh, what would it be, not an arraignment. I guess it would be an arraignment where they read the charges. Yeah, it will at be. At the very least. Definitely an arraignment. I would like to see an arraignment for him that's just at least comparable to, you know, Joe Schmo who robs a 7-Eleven, you know, okay. or any regular person. I mean, these are serious charges. He's defrauded yes, this country. Are. He's defrauded the people of New York for decades. The, it, the evidence is significant. And even if we just lay aside the, the seditious, actions that he did in our White House, um, just the theft alone, just in New York, which is all we're really talking about for tomorrow, I would just like to see him for once be treated like the common criminal thug that he is. And, you know, our justice system is supposed to be fair and everybody deserves a defense, but he doesn't deserve any special treatment. He doesn't deserve to be shielded from any of this. He's never, ever been held accountable for anything a day in his life. I would love for reality to hit him in the face tomorrow. I'd love it if he were just treated like a regular person. Okay. Well put. Mr. Arthur? What, what are your thoughts? What, what do you want to see happen or expect that will happen? Go with Marjorie Taylor Greene at the protest. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say it once more. Honestly, I'm the protest out there with Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said she's going to have a protest tomorrow. Yes, she is. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and I don't have a problem with people protesting as long as they're not coming with weapons and causing any disturbance in the country and people become injured and, and, and hurt and all of that. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but, um, but okay, so I'll leave it. What I'm saying is, like, when he played like he was going to get arrested, I think they say one person came out there, one person. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's true. So that's that's I, right. I, I don't expect too much to happen because, you know, people, look here, they see them people going to jail. They're not going to come to New York and go to jail. Yeah, they yeah, have to right. work tomorrow. Right. There's tens of protesters out there right now, tens of protesters. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was about to say, I believe there are some protesters, protesters out there right right now. I, th- I think yeah. they're all media. <laughs> Mostly media. Okay. I think so. So you think the judge is going to let him inside the courtroom tomorrow? You think the media is going to get inside? Go ahead. They say, they, they say so many toll roads coming in New York, so they probably turn around and go back. <laughs> oh, no, I'm coughing now. There'll be a lot of people in New York tomorrow. A lot of a lot of people that don't live in New York is going to be in New York tomorrow. I'm sure that. Say again. I say better catch an Uber. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right, uh, Cabby. So, what are your thought process, Dr. Carr? I'm thinking about. As you all are speaking, I'm thinking about uh, narcissistic personalities. Do they they process the process of being treated like 
a person who robbed a store and has to be booked and photographed and marched in front, do they process that kind of procedure, or is he more out of his mind than I think he is or not? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I was told. I wonder. Ahead, Arthur. I wonder. Um, sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. Can I say something about it right quick? Sure, doc. go right ahead. Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc. I don't hey. Don't go in there. It's dark in there. Don't go in there. Yeah, I'm trying to stick. <laughs> oh my goodness! Come well, on. I just said I wonder. So you know, I thank you. I think you're right, but I just, I just wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Come at me. Inquiry minds want to know, right? Exactly. Yes. Come on out. Just come on out. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> don't, don't go in there. It's dark. All right. It's too dark, dark in there, it's y'all. A dark web. I don't want to go in there. Yeah. It's too dark in there for me. Too dark for me. <laughs> I told you we need a psychiatrist oh on the show to do that, Doc. You're man. right. You and mentioned not... that a moment ago. You did. <laughs> right. Right. Well, we're we're only we're just trying to find out what we think the judge, the court system is going to do, and so right. uh, yeah. We, 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 yeah, we we don't have our legal legal guidance here on on the show tonight, and we can bring that in though. We can bring a legal uh, pundit in, but we just just I, I'm I'm with Miss Rihanna. I um. I just want to see the the, the standard uh, criminal process uh, take place. Mm-hmm. The same thing that they would do for it, each one of us that are on here on this show tonight. And those well, that are listening, not, probably. They, they say he's not he's not taking a mug shot. So so right there it's different. Right, exactly. He's not going to take a mug shot. Yeah, yeah. Take a mug shot. Yeah. Right right there. How, how would I get around that? Well, if well, I were arrested, how would I get around that? How would I get around that? You would not get around that. Oh, you would not exactly. get around that. Okay. You would, you would you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smile because you would be on camera. Because you're going to be on camera, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. You would definitely. And I'm, I'm and sure so, it's so a you're right. security Go protocol. Ahead, well, I was going to say, I, I'm sure it's a some security protocol that he has come up with, you know, gotten some people together and they've come up with as the reason. But, you know, as we're going to find out, um, well, I'm, as I'm sure we're going to find out because there's information okay. being leaked that, you know, part Correct. of what's going to take him down at the federal level is the fact that he was showing classified documents to his donors yeah. and talking about <laughs> those things. So, you know, he's only going to be, be able, in, in my view, hopefully, only going to be able to hide behind this security protocol stuff for only so much of this. Only so long. As we all know, he he is certainly when he was in that office, probably, you know, right up there in the top five of our national security threats, if not the top at that point in time um, with what he was doing with our secrets and, and just how he was manipulating information right in front of our faces. And so, I mean... He just, oh, we can't even call him a stain on our country. It's so much worse than that. It's so much worse than that. Absolutely. And not only that, don't you guys also remember that he had those documents in one place and then he moved them to another location after he had gone through these things. And, mm-hmm. and they already know that because they'd already been out to take a look at things. And then they went back 
and the, mm-hmm. those particular boxes, he had moved them to someplace else and removed things from right. them. I mean, he, he knew what he was doing is, is the point did. that I am, I'm making. He knew exactly. Yes. These are criminal acts. Uh, that's yes. why it's so many. And, and uh, you have to have great respect for District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Because he didn't waver. And then some. That's right. And then some. That's exactly right. He did not waver. He continued. And and not only that, I was speaking with someone else about this case. He, at one time, he was going to drop this case. But some more new evidence came that they Mm -hmm. resurfaced this case back. Rightfully so. So it should be surfaced back. And then... January the 6th. I mean, it was so mm-hmm. obvious. Mm-hmm. It, but, but, the, but the troubling part is that all of these people thought they were about to lose their lives that worked in Washington, D.C., right? To include yes. the, the vice president at that time, yeah. Pence. Yes. Yeah. Pence. And, but he backpedaled. Look at him. Yeah. And look at... Uh, is that no. your your guy out there in uh, what no. McCarthy? No, All of them, but he didn't, no, he didn't backpedal. Go ahead. Sure, 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 sure. He okay, what did he do? Okay, he slithered back. He slithered. Back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He slithered. <laughs> <laughs> He's exactly right. That's exactly right. He slithered back. That's that's troubling when we see and hear these people who are sitting in these positions in Washington mm-hmm. D.C that someone elected mm-hmm. and sent there and they're on this guy's team and they're, was that your guy in, who was it that was talking about sending Trump money? Which one of the senators was that? Or was, uh, it, I, it, I, or how, was it your guy, Lindsey yeah. Graham? Lindsey Graham. Who's been in Washington, D.C. He called him crazy. Forever. He said he was crazy. Yes, That's he right. called him crazy. Now he's sending yes. money. Right. So I'm, I'm, yes. It's a conflicting, uh, oh it's a conflicting, yes. that guy, Lindsey Graham, that's yes. another subject for another now, show that could be talked about. The whole time, exactly. Yes, yes sir. Yes, hey, sir. Hey, sir. Now, I'm not getting to the scrub, but I know we're going to have a commercial. But but folks <laughs> haven't asked him. Folks haven't asked Wally. <laughs> Where's Lindsay's girlfriend? But anyway, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> yeah. oh, but, but, Ms. Riata, I guess you have to step in because Pastor Cooper's not here. <laughs> oh, you know, I guess I'll get in trouble if I say, no, those are Lindsay's clothes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> those are Lindsay's pearls. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Game <laughs> on. I'll tell you a little story, uh, Dr. Carr. When Mr. Arthur starts going in that direction, uh, Pastor Cooper will carry us to uh, station identification and a commercial. Okay. Yes. Okay. yes. See, I've gone off the rails without Pastor Cooper here. I've gone to the dark side. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, all right. I tell you, I, all I can tell you guys, I'm going to end with this. I cannot wait until tomorrow to see what happens. Oh. What I want to know is if we're going to be able to see if America is going to be able to see what is going to be transpired. And, Ms. Arthur, mm-hmm. I know you all will have some deep discussions on the bus uh, heading down to Austin, Texas, to the Capitol. Mm. 
I'm yeah. sure what he was doing. My goodness. I guess this wasn't me. <laughs> I tell you, I, I feel like I'm really missing out on history by not being on that bus on tomorrow. Because, I, uh, Dr. Carr, I used to take uh, buses down to uh, – to Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama, and my mm-hmm. my commercials prior to leading to uh, encouraging people to get on the bus, and I said I would say get on the bus, Gus, and let's go <laughs> down and find out more about our history. So I feel like this Gus is missing out on some rich history that's going to take place down in Austin on tomorrow, and Absolutely. on that bus. We want a full report, Doctor Fleming. We like a full report. Absolutely, full report next next Monday night. Full report. Full report. (laughs) Make some documents and and, and when you do a, I know you you like to do your interviews and do a little interviews and you can play them for us. uh, Yes. On the the show next Monday night. And uh, do your thing. Absolutely. So So we can hear. Yeah, I, I represent. I'll be marvelous Monday tomorrow. All right then, go ahead. And okay. Do it. Okay. <laughs> you know what to do. All right. That'll that'll be great. That'll be great. Yes, that'd be great. Okay, so what else is going on in our country? It's nine o'clock, and so we have another hour to see what else it is that we need to analyze and and talk about and and uh, get ready for. A lot of things are still going on in our country, okay. even though our media. Go ahead. The legislature, the legislature are, are, are preparing to, to pass a bill like they did in Georgia where they can overturn the Electoral College. So even if Democrats yes. win, yes. they can overturn that. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, we need to talk about that. We seriously you know, need playing. to talk about that. No, they're, they're not. They're not playing. So, uh, no. And so you, you need to, again, you know, I, I, I was talking to Dr. Carr. And, 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 and another uh, a friend of mine said, I said, uh, you know, why are they doing all this stuff, the CRT stuff, all this road stuff? Now, at some point, at some point, something's going to happen. Something's going to yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. That uh, they think black folks are just going to sit back and just watch uh, folks just roll us back into the, you know, last century, mm-hmm. you know, the, like that. And so, uh, so I don't know what they're thinking. So I'm hoping that uh, I hope we can, you know, you know, resolve it through, you know, getting rid of filibuster and, and uh, you know, making D.C. a state and expanding the Supreme Court. And I hope we can do it like right. that. But otherwise, right. it's going to get ugly. Yeah, I agree. I, tend to agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't get me too. Don't see no. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, it's what it look like to me. Now, if y'all see something different. No, I'm 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 with you. No, you you. summed it up. You summed it up. I'm with you. The the only consolation that we have with what is going on in this country and our world, and that is, we know who has the final say so over everything and everybody in this country, in this world, and we know who he is, right? So that will well, give us that. But we don't have to worry about it, you know. Yeah, we have to be concerned, and yeah, we have to do our part, and whatever our parts are, uh, we need we need to do that. We need to step up and speak up. But yeah. at the end of the day, I can go to sleep and rest comfortably at night, 
because I know who has our backs. We all know. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're, in we're the church, to the, in the church setting the back now. here in Arkansas, they say, amen, amen. When you say something that's strong and provocative, we go like, amen. <laughs> amen, amen. 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 And, and, and in Texas, we say, and let the church say amen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Absolutely. So, you know, yeah, that's, we, that's, we, a, we, that's such a golden point because, you know, as a, as a minister, a preacher of the gospel, uh, we sure. have to conclude that beyond the realm of what man can do, there is a yes, creator sir. God who controls everything. So yes, being that we are part of his family, we really don't have to worry, but we certainly mm-hmm. should be concerned and we should be exactly. as active as we are in forums like this tonight. We ought to keep doing this because we can't just throw up our hands and say somebody's going to fix it. No, I think that uh, Fleming and uh, Miss Shirley and our other uh, yes, special personality, I think that all of us collectively are creating mm-hmm. something to help make a change. And, and I'll feel yeah. good going to bed tonight knowing that we yes, tried, sir. we discussed, yeah. we covered topics. You know, maybe we won't have solutions to everything, but right. we're trying. We're in there. And I think that's, what's, right. that's what counts right. to me. It counts. It right. means much to me right. that we're trying. Right. Yep, that's that's exactly true. That's, that's right. exactly true. Well, that's well put. So we we can we can put that puppy to bed, and let it rest. Then, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. we know that America is going to face a, a lot of moments on tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. in, ahead of this uh, rain arraignment, and then even after, especially after this arraignment, uh, mm-hmm. because we we can probably almost guarantee that that if things go the way that I believe they're going to go, that there will be a few people that may try to get out of order. But here's the beauty. Did you guys hear how many uh, law enforcement are going to be in New York on tomorrow? Did you I'd guys like hear that number? I'd like to know. 32,000 32, extra okay. law okay. enforcement going to be in New oh, wow. New York City okay. all, on tomorrow. All, all them people for two or three protesters. Yeah, absolutely. he's going to be absolutely. so humiliated. Absolutely. He's going to be so humiliated absolutely. by this. Absolutely. I mean, there you can't you can't send uh, Sean Spicer out to lie about this no show crowd. I mean, it's no, just going to no, be un- undeniable. No, they can't get Jenny Thomas to send no buses this time. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's, that's true. That's so true. Well, you know, I, I, I think the people. Yeah, okay, that's another topic. That's another topic. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. What are your thoughts? What should we do? What should we do with this lady who is controlling the Supreme until Court? We, or has until, we get some, uh, until we can get some, until we get some rules. Now, the, now the Supreme Court, they did. Uh, Write something in place, you know. Or, you know, White House went on it, but until they get them a, a ethics, a, 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 some ethics, and and a system where they can be held accountable, okay. then they can be doing that kind of stuff. Well, well right. nothing, nothing happened to her, right? Did she do? Did she do nothing. something against the law? Well, she 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 fixed <laughs> stuff. You know, she you know she was talking about you know uh, release the cracking and all this yeah. other kind of crazy. 
you know, uh, you know, talking about they, you know, her friend, her friend, we get it to the Supreme Court, her friend. So, you know, so, mm-hmm. you know, Clarence is in on the deal. Clarence mm-hmm. in on the deal. And I, and I looked at, I, I had a, a, a web card on it, looked at night about this, uh, about a doctor, about the other doctor card did the thing on Clarence Thomas, did he died, you know, quite I got wrote a book. And basically what happened was, Clarence was like, look, all the way up until the eight, uh, uh, all the tip around 1980, Clarence was like, Malcolm X. He wanted, mm-hmm. he, he wanted separate, he wanted all that. And then I, I didn't he realize decided, that until Mr. Arthur educated and me. Then he decided, and then he decided, and then he looked at the numbers and he said, right. we can't win, we're going to forever be on the bottom. So mm-hmm. he went into this other mentality, well, okay, then what we need to do is we need to oppress black people so bad that they rebel. And then sometimes we'll wind up with our own state and all this kind of stuff. Coincides with my notes. Coincides with my notes. Yes. Mm. And so, wow. and so, you know, uh, the bottom line of it is, you know, crime's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Coincides <laughs> with my notes. <laughs> well, even even his own comments that he's made, and of course, he even tried to use the same coded language that, you know, Republican, that Lee Atwater, you know, put out there for Republicans to use, but that he was going to get revenge on those uh, liberals. And I mean, talking the same exact way as Newt Gingrich. Let's say about that, Sherry, Rihanna. Okay, he got this thing, too, against the bourgeoisie. He went to uh, a Holy Cross, right? And, and, And so it was him. And 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 the stuff like and they were activists and they were doing all kind of stuff. Now he was that he was the only dark skinned one. So okay. so they were doing yeah, so they're saying stuff to him like, uh uh you know uh see who 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 you can't see when the lights are off right you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, it was Clarence. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. You're kidding so me. Clarence, so Clarence got this wow. thing against the bush. See, black folks. I'm just saying, he got saying about black folks from his, uh, uh, you know, we was you know, hanging out with them middle class uh, black people that, uh, you know, Holy Cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he got a whole thing for him. He got a bag full of mess working. Wow. Mm-hmm. How did he get from, okay. from Georgia to Holy Cross? I mean, how how did he get across the, the cultural line, Uh-oh. the geography? How did he get from Georgia living with his grandfather to Holy Cross University to the United States Supreme Court. I'm I'm curious about how he ascended mm-hmm. to that. that affirmative, affirmative action. Affirmative action. How he got there? Okay. Basically, that's how he got there. Affirmative action. I mean, he was smart and everything, but affirmative action is actually how he got there, and he got the hookup. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, and, and, so, and that's another thing. You know, he, he got there through affirmative action, but 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 he didn't like the fact that uh, uh, you, you know, like. He like hearing, well, you just got that because you got affirmative action. So he looked at affirmative mm-hmm. action as a, so when they put him over uh, the affirmative action system, he, I mean, he tore it up. He he he, he killed it. He the one that True. ended it. And then that yeah. was, I'm just True. saying that, you know, he flipped. You know, once he flipped, he, he decided. Look here, and I was telling Doc about. Now I see why he. Now I see why him and Jenny Thomas hooked up. They both want the same thing for different reasons. Mm-hmm. That's pretty profound mm-hmm. statement. Yeah, so true. 
so profoundly true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he put getting rid of all them laws and things except for loving. You know, you know. Then oh, he takes that. Mm-hmm. He everything except for a black man can marry a white woman. You, know, you, you can do that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. They just, you know, they just, you know, the boy got some stuff going on. I'm just, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Oh. Yeah, but he did find the ultimate Karen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying that, you know, so I, so I, I was wondering how they could stand each other, but but, but now I know. I said, oh, man. Uh, man they, 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 figured they, it oh. out. You yeah, got to go to a got, real bad place in your mind to figure out that it really doesn't work. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I, 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 I got that out the show. I, I didn't do no heavy thinking about it. I just thought what the guy was talking about. I said, oh, okay. So, you know, I didn't yeah. go. I, I, I got in there. I didn't go in there. <laughs> well, and okay. how sad! How sad that it's been so incredibly effective that those two could create just such a wrecking ball on on civil rights and progress, and I mean the destruction that they've done. Oh my Clarence gosh! Has, that that he, has image. That if that if he was that if we were to be, you know, in other words, like like crushed to a point that we would rebel, and then this new kind of black man would come out and lead his people. I mean, I mean, it's like I mean, hey, the, the, the boy, yeah. he got some stuff, yeah. you know. So um, that he does, he he's not without he's not without ideas. He's smart. He, right. you know, so I ain't coming that like that. You know, now that I, now I know, now I know what his uh, the thing was. Yeah, he went from mathematics to this. Yeah. And, and of course, and of course, you know, early on the month, you know, their thing was about having their own state and all that kind of stuff. But he was for that. Now, matter of fact, he's still for that. He's still right. for that. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Very interesting commentary. <laughs> And we, oh, we I, a I just of, love it. Then we spent a couple of hours on this subject, uh, Mr. Fleming and I did, you know, off this sure. show. And uh, sure. he was very enlightening to bring me up to speed on who Clarence uh, Thomas was and is. And the right. young guy who wrote the book about Clarence Thomas happens to be a, a Caucasian person, and he just lays the case out there just like cut and dry. And I was like going through the program like saying, wow, wow. Wow. So <laughs> it was an education for me. It really was an education for me. Interesting. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's not an enviable enviable position. I had to write a blurb for Dr. McKellar once to talk Clarence Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> She's very good at her craft. Uh, it, uh, Dr. Carr, you don't know this, but... Miss Rihanna is a very, very talented, uh, brilliant young lady. And I, oh. I would, could call her and say, I need you to do this, and she'll have it laid out for me in a very short period of time. <laughs> I'm going to be speaking <laughs> at this location. I need you to put this together for me, and I need it tomorrow. 
kind of thing. (laughs) When you you have people around you like that, you can change some things. Yes, sir. You absolutely change some things. Yes, sir. You you, you absolutely can. She's an amazing and brilliant young lady. We're so honored to have her. I'm so honored to have her in my life. (laughs) So honored. Likewise. (laughs) So honored. So, okay, so I think we've analyzed uh, pretty much on what we kind of expect that may transpire uh, on tomorrow, and I'm I'm just, I I want to, I want to see the media in the courtroom, because if we see the media in the courtroom, then that means that, is this going to be televised? Have you guys heard anything uh, in regards to to that, anything? Well, I can only hope. He's insisting upon it. He he wants he he, because he wants to let the people his people know that he represents them. See, he he, matter of fact, he he compared himself to Christ. He 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 being crucified. He wants to he's going to walk down there like Christ and and take his to me. That's amazing Mm -hmm. to me that anybody Mm -hmm. living can compare (laughs) themselves to Christ. I, I well, ask about that it, narcissism. I ask about that. That's yeah. a dark place, Bishop. Don't go in that room. Yeah. It's dark in there. <laughs> it's dark in there. I'm staying. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm staying out of the dark web. And that's for sure. Staying out of the dark web. <laughs> okay. All right. So what else do we need to tackle before the uh, the evening is out? Uh, we've we've covered some some really interesting things, and we are, we're depending on Mr. Arthur to keep us abreast on what is going on. Cause let's let's go and tackle and take a look at. Text. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. You remember I'm doing this thing over in Grand Prairie, working with the Grand Prairie child about this N-word thing with our uh, Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, That's right. That's right. The, 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 N word N I G E R S and then and then and then N I N V R for life you know and then put it on line got a bunch that got 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 over five million hits probably going that by now uh, on a, sure. on a pick uh, and so but and so but but a larger issue is going to have to be addressed around she's educated uh, we we're going to have to and I'm gonna, I'm going to be going out to here in Lancaster City School Board and one here in Dallas. <clears throat> To uh, them, they have to come up with a plan uh, to to uh, uh, make the N word, you know, a uh, you know a curse word, which is what they actually have now, but it's not being enforced. And so, right. you know, what's culture, a culture is being created where, you know, they, they say, well, you know, you know, did I hear the black kids calling that? Yeah, but yeah, but that ain't <laughs> the point. That's not the point. No. Right. They, they should be calling each other. I don't care who. Okay, they can go outside and whisper to each other. But they can't be disrespecting teachers and everybody else, and it affects the atmosphere of the school. And so what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, we as that does, we're going to have to come up with a plan. We're going to pressure our school uh, boards because the classroom with the CRT stuff that's going on, our kids are getting trashed behind that thing. Now, you know, you're not teaching my history, and then you're allowing that to happen. Yeah. You know, right. you don't teach and then that happens. You see what I'm saying? Right. That's the problem. So, so I'm asking, sure. uh, uh, you know, that uh, uh, you know that the people on this line, you know, go to their school boards and let them know that that's not acceptable. Yeah. Okay, who's saying it? 
you know, because right, they're disrespecting right. a community. So you can't just, sure. you know, and have our kids understand that it's not your right. word. You can't give somebody permission to use it. It is not your right. word. Right. It don't work like sure. that. But if folks appropriating, you see what I'm saying, they can't give that to you. Yeah. So we're going to have, as that does, put together, uh, you know, some type of cultural awareness program to let folks mm-hmm. know that, hey, down with that. Because, uh, you know, okay. uh, where, you know, where I you, I, 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 get, you, I feel like I was at the NAACP convention uh, down in, uh, you know, down in Austin, and, you know, and so I get on the elevator. You know, the nice white cup, nice white cup, you know, how you know, how you know I mean, you know, the vibe good, and then the music starts mm-hmm. playing. You know sure. what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm going, I see now, should I now, I'm here on the NAACP convention. They seem like nice people. They're playing music. Should I tell them I don't like their music? But finally, you know, I mean, I let them slack. Cause I'm like, I you know, but my thing is, you know, those kind of situations that you find yourself in with that, you know, when people are making money off appropriating, uh, you know, that word and imposing upon our community. And so I'm just saying that, you know, hey, you know, we need to address that. That's, a, you know, that's part of our fight, too. I think he's absolutely right. I think that nationally uh, black folks are going to have to caucus to the extent that we determine Mm -hmm. that we got to do something about the N-word. We need to look at it. We need to examine it. We need to get the etymology of it, and we need to cut it out and have it cut out. The NAACP and Detroit Convention, uh, not the last one we had before COVID, but the one back in, I think, around around, uh, 1990s, they buried the mm. word. Buried it. The NWCP did, and evidently somebody dug it up. Absolutely. Well, what's in, what's really interesting to me, uh, guys, is that to hear um, to hear these kids uh, saying it in uh, in jest to each other, uh, and I'm not talking about just uh, black kids. I'm talking about Caucasian kids. I'm talking about uh, Hispanic kids. Uh, they they use it uh, as a term of endearment with each other. No, no, they, no, no, no. That's not okay. No, that's yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, hey, hey, let me tell you something. Okay, now as far as terms of endearment, that's a that's a cultural community thing. You, you can't tell me that, they, that you're going to use it with Hispanic or white, and that's endearment. No, it's not. That's no, you trying not, to be that. Not, not, not with, uh, not with you, you not with me. me. I'm talking about this. this generation of kiddos right now in schools in this country and even in Tyler, Texas, right now. Yeah, they use it as yeah. a term of endearment. This is my inward. Except sometimes they'll use the term, this is my Nick. Oh, okay. Look here. Yes, go ahead. Look at having, look at having, I, I, I've had three of them sent home for calling me the N-word while I'm teaching. I, oh, I, I know, I know, I understand. Yeah. I understand that. But what I'm saying to you, okay, go ahead. Well, what I'm just saying is that, you know, what you're saying is correct except for Endearment, the endearment part. No, I, I I've been in the classroom with them. I've been I've been home. No, it's not an endearment thing. It has to do I, I, with. I'm in has, I'm in the classroom with them right now. I I mean I'm in I'm in the community with them right. I'm talking. 
Now I and, haven't and been I, in the in in the area with your school. And I'm only talking about it, in the public schools right and, and here, right now in Tyler, Texas. They are saying and using uh, yeah. the this term oh, of endearment yeah, right it's now. all over. That's why I tell the black kids this. I say, I say, okay, I say, I, I say, he called you. Yeah, who you call him? You know the, the same thing. I, I said, well, I said, well, you gotta be the biggest fool in town. Now he calling you the N word. And you call him, and I said, what are you getting out of that? I said, when y'all get grown and you get out in the real world and, and, and stuff get compared, and then he call you that, you ain't going to want to hear that. I say, so, and, and so they're doing it, they're doing it, trying to make friends using their culture with these other folks. That's what the kids are doing. It's not an endearment thing for them. They're just they trying to make friends. They're trying I, to be social. How do, you, how, do you know, how do you know that? How do you know that? Because How do you I know really, it's not a term? Of, because I if, if, if you're taking, okay, so if if I if if someone says to me when we ask them why why for what reason are you guys using this terminology toward each other, and they say well that they're taking it personal. That's my nick or or that's my n word. We typed. That's endearment to me in my. I mean, maybe I'm off key. Uh, let's bring our mm. other two guests in. Let's bring them in and see what they hear. But I hear when they're, they're hugging up with each other, they're, they're friends, they're doing things together, and they're saying, that's my. They, they're calling, that's per, when I say my, that's personal. You, you sound like that little Hispanic girl that told me one time, say, Miss Fleming, I didn't say Nick, I said nigga. Okay. They use that term too, N N I N I G A or something like that. So, okay, Dr. Carr, I'm going to bring you in, and I don't know if Miss Rihanna wants to join in in this conversation or not. I don't know. What Have you met me? Her. This is not my place. This is not my place. I'm listening. <laughs> I knew she was. I knew what she was going to say, but I mean, I, I, I don't know what her children hear in the schools. But go ahead, Dr. Carr. I mean, I'm uh, saying that. Go ahead. I think this program could (laughs) aptly be called the University of Reality, number one, because we're (laughs) talking about reality. Secondly, uh, Joe Madison often cites what we're discussing as the conditions in the culture. It's it's a Mm -hmm. cultural conditioning, Mm -hmm. yet Mm -hmm. the N-word itself is an igniter. It ignited one uh, frame of reference uh, in Mr. Fleming's uh, explanation, and there was a counter frame of reference issued as well. So we see the conditioning that's happening in the culture, but the word itself is an igniter because of what it means to those people who have been victimized by it and those who are trying to find a way to understand how it can be endearing, it's in the conditioning, it's in the rap music, it's in the popular yes. music, it's in the yes. discussion that young people are having uh, in the yes. schools and in places away from blog talk, you know, radio. So we we got we to gotta do like Dr. Frankenstein, go in there and find out what this monster is consisting of and cut out the stuff that ain't no good and leave the stuff there that can help humanity and try to land on our feet somewhere. So I think it's cultural conditioning, and I think the N-word is an igniter. 
It ignites right. something in people. And it does. And, and I, I agree with that 100%. I'm just saying, all I am saying is that I'm listening to these kids in yes. our schools calling each other that. And so if they're calling each other that, and they're not calling mm-hmm. them by their names. That's not their name. These are my well, friends, what? they say. We, we, okay. each, so they have a different definition of what that word actually means. I'm, I'm going to share with you guys what my family told me that that term meant when we were growing up. And they said anybody can be the N-word because it is a behavior and not a person. It's a behavior right. that people that people have. Uh, when they yeah. call people out of their names and any other name that they, any other term that they well, use to call people out of their names. Go ahead. One thing we need to add, we, we, you know, just like we have the talk about when the police stop you, we need mm-hmm. to add that to the talk is all I'm saying. Probably we correct. We add it to the talk. And I'm just saying that, and, and I ain't saying, look here, it ain't going to, it's not going to, look here, you, you got to stand, I mean, I'm saying, you know, where the, you know, like, like the rap, like the whole rap industry and I'm, I'm going to go off into it, but it was but it was taken over by corporations, okay? Sure. <clears throat> and the corporations, Absolutely. that's what they hear. They want to hear all that trash. They want to hear uh, N, Ds, and Hs. That's what they want to hear, and, and that's what they put out. And so I know how we got here, you know, and and so I'm just saying, I'm saying that the only way we're going to get from under that is to teach our kids how to respect themselves, which means they're going to have to learn their history, which is what this whole CRT thing is about. So as long oh, as they I, don't oh, I agree. Oh, I agree 100 percent. History then be they they, they gonna think it's it's endearing, but once they learn the history, they are gonna find out no, it's not. Oh, okay, hey, what is this not endearing? Yeah, and so I'm saying, yeah, that's yeah, they probably feel like that because they don't know no better. You know, you know, I mean, you know, they haven't ran up against it uh, in real life yet because they kids, they in school, they ain't got them problems yet. But once they get them problems, then they are gonna say, damn, okay, it's like that. Yeah, it's like that. All I'm saying is I'm just saying what actually is happening in our schools in Thailand. That this, uh, this is the only this is the only real location of public schools and schools that I attend and 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 speak in. All during all during Black History Month, I was in the public schools speaking uh, to the kids from from elementary all the way to the high school levels, and and so it's on the more on the junior high and high school levels that I heard these terms that right. they're using with each other. And, it, and it, they, it's disturbing. And they got their phones right there. And they got their, they got their technology right there with them, reinforcing all of that. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm saying so, you know, so part of controlling all that would be, uh, you know, a, a, a cell phone movement. Now I know it's gonna be hard because folks used to, you know, they see these videos now. Uh, but like I said there needs to be some kind of cell phone policy where that will help these teachers gain regain control of these classrooms. The the the, mm-hmm. the technology that's unfair to the teacher trying to teach them. And, and so I'm just saying, as long as you got that mm-hmm. in the atmosphere in the school dynamic, then mm-hmm. hey, you gonna get all of that. That's all I'm saying. And I'm saying I don't feel nothing. Oh, I oh uh, I understand this very well. I'm just saying what what I I saw. I mean, I'm I'm with you on on all I mean, of that. The rest of that part. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and I agree with you what you saw because I mean because I've seen it, and I've dealt with it. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking sure. about. 
And I'm the money component, how we got here, we're getting paid for that, you know, for that appropriation, <laughs> you know, so forth and so on. And so okay. that's what we got. So we got to work our way out of it. Yeah, exactly. And we can. And we shall. We, I believe that we will someday get. Uh, but but here's here's what I do know. We have to start all the way down before they get into the school system. It has to start at home, and then certainly we have to get them when they're at an impressionable age, uh, way down in elementary school or preschool, uh, early childhood education school. But we got to get them early and to teach them before they get to junior high and high school. And I'm sure both of you and Miss Rihanna would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and yes, and I I can there is one thing I can add. Um okay. and not cool. not be out of bounds just from, from my perspective okay. as an educator in general. It's sure. that absolutely that word has to be uh recognized and respected by every school board to be a slur that is not acceptable at school. However, um, myself as a you know a Caucasian teacher, okay. we have to teach educators um, that you you can't very well reprimand um, two students of color who use that term with one another in that endearing way. That's okay. not the same as a Caucasian girl or boy hurling a racial slur at a student of color, that that those two things aren't equal and that the nuances of those differences aren't the place of a a person like myself to Mm -hmm. have some big grand discussion about, it's, it's not my place to coach, you know, two students of color using that as a term of endearment, other than to say that word's not allowed at school. However, the, exactly. the, the, way, the way that I reprimand a student for hurling mm-hmm. a nasty racial slur at a child is just on a different level. So, sure. I mean, just to, to teach, to, to appropriately educate educators and school mm-hmm. staff uh, to, to give the credence that it deserves it's just like the hate crime legislation. There's a reason that that is a distinction. There's a reason, you know, of course you, of course all crime is hateful. That's not the point. You know, that if you seek somebody out to, to hurl racial slurs at, that's just a a whole different level and a whole different conversation and not at all the same as, you know, the, the, the conversation that needs to be had that, that my, the self is not the person to be directing with the two students sure. using, you see what I'm saying? That, that sure. we just have to appropriately educate our educators mm-hmm. on those issues right. and those nuances to stay in their lanes, but to give, One, you know, two, as a whole that, that this needs to get the re- respect that it deserves at our schools. Sure. And one of Students over at Vinsky, uh, you know, she spoke at the at the board meeting, you know, and she suggests which what I had, just have, like that, and I've been talking about that. She suggests that they have a 
you know, a course within the school that that teaches, you know, you know cultural sensitivity for all the students. And, yes. and we, and we students to, you know, take it as an elective electives, you know, to try to, mm-hmm. you know, like a, and see, and see, and, the, and those kind of things actually, and it's a great idea because that actually makes sense. That actually makes sense. Right. And see, so right. see any of that thing right now, you don't see anything. You see, you know, teachers scared to death. You know, right. like over oh, that, you know, they went and talked to the principal. They went and, you know, so a bunch of other incidents that happened before, before that incident, where the teachers right. were going, but nothing happened. Right. So if you're not even right. going to listen to the teacher. Okay, now the teachers now the teachers gotta be sitting there getting disrespected, and then they mm-hmm. say something, and then happen. You know, so I'm just saying, uh, school right. is school is us to teach kids how to behave in right. civilization, mm-hmm. and I would, mm-hmm. and I would, if that would be one of the tasks. I I, I know it looks monumental, but but that's one of the things we need to be teaching folks. Otherwise, they're gonna yeah. put some kind of respect for each other. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm. No, we yeah. got to you know, we got to about that. Kids, I mean, right, right, very good. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Any comments for you, Dr. Carr? That they, they uh, I'll come in. Uh, I'll fail. I won't plagiarize Dr. John Henry Clark. He okay. said, "Powerful people cannot afford to educate the people that they oppress." Because once mm-hmm. you are truly educated, you will not ask for power. You will take mm-hmm. it. And that's mm-hmm. where we are, yeah. and that's what we're dealing with, and that's what yeah. we inevitably will succeed in doing. Yes. Beautiful. John Henry Clark. So I'll put John Henry yes. Clark. Beautiful. Okay. All right. <laughs> Boy, this has hey, been hey, great. Go ahead, Mr. Hey, Doc, let me give you John Henry Clark uh, position on religion. I'm sure you probably already heard it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we have. Go ahead. He said, he said, he said, said, I have no real use right now for organized religion because, you know, I'm a spiritualist. He said, the reason I'm a spiritualist, because uh, he said the religions have different denominations and so forth and so on. He say he says spiritualism is nonpartisan, and so right. you know, you know, he said you go to church to learn spiritualism, but you, a lot of folks don't get to get to it because they get caught in all that other stuff. So, uh, so I think that that's a good uh, a way for us to look at stuff. Spirituality and religion, two different things. Religion is a is a ritual uh, that's, that's supposed to lead you toward spirituality. You know, and so mm. you know, and I don't think a lot of folks they don't. You know, they don't get that piece, you know, when they go. You know, when they go to church, they don't get that part. All they get is fear. All they get is, you know, and, and if you and if you're scared, you know, then, you know, you're not going to be able to help yourself. And so I think that, you know, I like to see uh, a more religion, give more edu- be more about education than uh, scaring people out of their, you know, monies or whatever. You know, give me your money, uh, you know, your life's going to go off. Then the lights go off, well, you shouldn't have gave me your money. <laughs> I want to I want to interject that Dr. Clark also said that uh, concerning religion, everything that African people do 
religiously ought to be used as a mechanism for our freedom or else throw it in the ash can of history. That's what he mm-hmm. said. If we can't mm-hmm. use it to liberate as a tool of liberation, we ought to take the trash can that's nearest to us and neatly place it where it belongs. Mm-hmm. The thing that is used yeah. against us by racist, white supremacy America, constitutionally, and you know where I'm going, the thing that is being used against us can be used as a tool of liberation. In my ministry, in my church, in my sermons, uh, Moses is born in Africa. Mm. And and I say that, and I take the case further to indicate that it is the spirituality that Mr. Fleming is talking about that Dr. Clark worked for all his life to open our eyes to who we are, then we'll know what we've been and what we still have to do and what we still must become. Spirituality okay. is the way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Has anyone I, studied I, the work of Charles Finch, Dr. Charles Finch? Charles Finch, yes, who explains the age of the Piscean era and the coming of the age of enlightenment, the age of Aquarius. If if we're not aware of him, we need to to look at his work and look at his uh, words because the brother is profound, in my estimation, in this explanation along with Clark and others about what religion has been what it's been used for, and what we need to do analytically with it so that we can, as a people, forge ahead. Yes, Dr. Charles Finch, I think, is a profound Mm -hmm. uh, brother. Yeah, I remember him. I remember that that name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well. Wow. Well, we have about uh, 15 more minutes, and so... uh, uh, how do we need to end and finalize things uh, from this show? It's been uh, it's been amazing history that been brought forth things that we were not even expecting to talk about that we've been able to bring out of this uh, out of this program tonight. It's, maybe it's because we got Miss Rihanna back. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that was coming. Uh-huh. But, um, yes. So uh, let's see. I wanted to uh, focus just a little bit more on um, uh, Austin, Texas, and, and what we can kind of expect. We we talked a little bit, Ms. Rihanna, about uh, the vouchers and, and what the governor of Texas is pushing, and that is that um, – that he wants to use public school money, public school taxpayers' money that was earmarked specifically for public schools uh, to be earmarked to give to uh, charter schools as well as private schools. Now, he came to our city, Tyler, Texas, and we have 12, uh, we have 12 public, uh, excuse me, we have 12 private schools in Tyler, Texas, and I don't know the number of uh, charter schools, uh, but we have uh, a nice little number. 
So what did not come forth, what good did not come forth, if you read that bill, uh, the bill states that if, in fact, that you have students who are already uh, in public schools, not, excuse me, already in private schools, they would be the ones who receive this money, not these people who think that, okay, now that I've had my child in public school right. and now I'm going to send them over to public school, excuse me, private mm-hmm. schools, thinking that they're going to receive funding. Right. That's not going to happen. They will not receive right. funding. It's only those students who are already in private schools and who are mm-hmm. already in charter schools. So, mm-hmm. wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, 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 still trying to sell it as school choice. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, oh, okay. You say, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Wait, is this a one time hit thing or this is forever? Though? They're cutting something off or they're starting something up? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of clear. They're starting something no, up. I'm, you say that. Okay, no, you say no. Private, it, it, say it, okay, let me use that. Okay. Go ahead. You saying private schools? You mean charter schools? When you say private schools. You saying private schools? Char- I said charter schools and private schools. That's what I said. Okay, so oh. here's what I'm saying to you: is that if you have a child in public school and you want to send that child to private school or charter school, thinking that it's going to be paid for by the state of Texas public money, it's not Mm -hmm. happening. It's only going to go to those students who are already enrolled in private schools or charter schools. However, the governor did not bring that forward when he's out campaigning across Texas about earmarking public tax money to private schools. Okay, so the folks that's in charter and private schools, they get the money from now on, or what are you saying? From yes, 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 yes. It will be from henceforth on. It won't be a one time. It will be until they finish. But my, I'm saying until they, unless they're going to change that law later on down the line, once all these students who are in these private schools or in charter schools, once they finish, then we got all these. Then, we got these over. Tow up schools, and then here they are giving money away while our schools are all yes. ragged and tow up. Yeah, so exactly. Yes. Again, again, when is the small district will lose teachers? Exactly. I mean, It'll, it's, it's terrible. You know. Yes. I mean, at some point. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Well, and and the whole thing was was funded by far right uh, Christian mm-hmm. mega donors. So people who realistically could buy one less private jet and pay for some of these students themselves, but the, but the whole thing is uh, it includes particularly religious private schools, and it, it it's on the tail end of all of the the nonsense that Republicans have been pushing about. Oh, Democrats are trying to put parents in jail because of the crazy parents who who were being paid to show up at school board meetings and gripe about critical race theory and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so, so they've got all these talking points behind it and these huge mega donors behind it who are the usual suspects, the white Christian evangelicals who fuel all the crazy stuff. 
Yes, the fascists, exactly. Exactly. Fish into, into the South African model. Perfect. Yes. Fish into the Yep. Oh, perfect. Textbook. Now control. Mm hmm. Take your money. Uh, dry your school up. Uh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Make you feel poor. Yes. Then what it, yes. You know, and then tell you can't learn about yourself. So, exactly. hey, y'all. That's a threat. That's a threat to our existence. Yes. Yeah. You know, we feel really. like that. Really. Interesting. Okay, I just wanted to bring that forward so that people who think that they can move their students from public schools and put them in private schools and are going to have that voucher to pay for that education, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. So we need to educate people on these bills and read mm-hmm. all through that bill. I, I remember when I was uh, was in my uh, political science course uh, program, and uh, one of my professors said, you really, when you get to Washington, D.C., or even if you never make it to Washington, D.C., you need to read the bills because they will throw in things into bills that have absolutely nothing to do with the bill itself or the origin of the bill, the title of the bill has nothing to do with it. So you have to read that entire thing because something that did not get passed in the last session, or they've been trying to push it and get it passed, they'll put it at the bottom of the big bill in hopes that no one will read all the way down through. So in other words, read the fine print, right? Read the entire yes. bill so you'll know exactly what you're voting for and against. So you'll know what to fight against because it may not right. be anything that's going to be beneficial uh, to us in our country. Okay. Mm. Just remember that. Mm. Right. So educators, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this question to you, and we're gonna get ready to to wrap it up soon. So, Miss Rihanna, you live in Kentucky. You know your your public school system. You're you've educated your children in public, maybe in private and public. Uh, I educated my kids in both private and public, but mm-hmm. we had to pay for every dime that was needed in. Uh, private schools, not the not not the taxpaying money, but out of our own personal pockets. So I guess my my final question for the evening is how educators feel. And Mr. Arthur has he's been blatantly honest about what he feels. He's already said we'll, we'll go to him, Mr. Mr. Arthur. Let's look at the Dallas Independent School District. And we know unequivocally that there are some schools in Dallas, Texas, that need some work, correct? Oh, yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He said, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll share with you guys that there is a whole lot of money, and I'm talking about a lot of money, in Tyler, Texas. We have we have a bond pass that we're building an early college college 
our college, our high schools and our college campus, I'm excuse me, in our uh, our elementary schools and our, uh, our our junior high schools or whatever they call them, middle school, whatever. Uh, these schools look like college campuses. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the early college where these brilliant students are going to go to earth when they graduate. We already know when they graduate from high school, they graduate from college with their associate arts degree before they even graduate from from uh, high school in May, because they don't mm-hmm. have graduation till the end of the end of May, right, or the first of June. Whereas in mm-hmm. college, you know, the first week of May, they're graduating. So I have students that are in my church that graduated from college associate arts degree before they graduated from, and and that's in our cities, period. We have some beautiful schools in Tyler. I cannot complain about that at all. I'm talking about we probably have 10 brand spanking new schools that have been built all over Tyler, plus a technology career. Go go ahead. I I wish the governor liked those. I wish he liked those clips like that. You know? Well, ours were bonds. We built our schools on school bonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people and see, with and not not you know, not from not Texas, from our taxpayers' money. And Go Texas ahead. education is based on uh, wealth wealth of the wealth of the district, which we, which mm-hmm. which which you know, we know what that cuts down to. So I'm just saying that you know education should be for every. I mean, folks yes. should want. Mm-hmm. In good schools, 21st century schools. You know, right now, you know, we got AI coming, and and our schools is like, you know, uh, uh, you know they're not AI. That's all I gotta say. You know, so we don't have yeah. to, you know, mm-hmm. kids, we have really gotta start fighting harder. It needs, our kids need to see us fighting. That's all I'm saying. Our kids need yeah. to see yes. us fighting. Yes. Yes, that's they right. To... They, and, and then they see they they need to see more people speaking up. And then these kids, it's amazing. But we had interviews of our young kids in uh, in junior high and high school talking about what they about the public school vouchers and so forth. So let's finalize, okay, guys. I just want to throw that out there and end the show uh, because that's still on the table. So, Mr. Mr. Arthur, uh, bring back as much information as you possibly can uh, so that uh, we will be well-educated on what's going on in our state capitol. Uh, Dr. Carr, we're going to let you have our final, your final words. We're going to do, we always do a round robin, as you know, and let everybody have their final comments. It's 9.58, so we got to be quick. Go ahead. On, on March 9th, uh, Judge Reverend Dr. Wendell Griffin made a speech in Tallahassee, Florida, and part of his comments were as such. Like Florida, public education was segregated by race in Arkansas, and like Florida, the inequities associated with Jim Crow public education were known by religious people. Religious people in Arkansas, as in Florida, conceived, enacted, implemented, administered, and boasted about a public education system that was based on the American version of apartheid. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's deep. That's heavy. <laughs> it is. Uh, Mr. Arthur, mm. your final comment. Uh, and, and just continue to fight, everybody. Just understand that we're in a change moment. 
this is what change looks like, look crazy, but you have more power than you are, you know, than you know. Uh, and so just, uh, you know, just come from inside out and understand that you are the temple. Your body is the temple. So take care of the temple. That's exactly right. Amen to that. I'm telling you. I'm beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, this has been an amazing show. I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been enlightened and I've been well educated uh, on the things that are going on in our country. We look forward to uh, tomorrow to see the end results of what may happen. Uh, in our country. I know whatever happens, it's presidential, has never happened before, and we're prayerful that once we get through this, it'll never, ever happen again because we'll have some presidents to go by so that we'll know how to handle this kind of issue that's happen- that will happen or preferably will not happen, but just in case we know how to deal with it from henceforth on. So I turn it over to Miss Rihanna. And she has the final say so, and she'll play our theme song for the evening. Thank you, Dr. Carr. We look forward to seeing Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hang on, and I'll give it to Miss Rihanna. All right. And we thank everybody for joining us tonight. And I'll just end on we are all worth everything that we can give ourselves, all the chances we can give ourselves and our children, and we're just all worth it. So think about what people who are asking you to vote for them are saying to you. Because if they're talking to you like you're not worth investing in, they are wrong. So vote elsewhere. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Everyone have a nice evening. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure. the heavens no man no weapon formed against yes glory is destined everyday women and men become legends sins that go against our skin become blessings the movement is a rhythm to us freedom is like religion to us Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, the spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be
every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win a war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be ours Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.